What's up, everybody out there? Welcome to another at-home, just-me episode of the podcast. Uh, Chris and I couldn't get together, you know, just didn't have the time, so we're doing this one again. Uh, And I don't really have a topic because I was supposed to record this last night while I sat down and had a beer, but you know what? I was tired. My wife's out of town this week. I'm doing the solo parenting thing, uh, and it takes a lot out of you, so... Whatever. Here we go. We're doing this. This is the first ever podcast that has been recorded on the day that you're going to listen to it. So that's kind of neat, assuming you listen to it when it comes out. Uh, So I thought I would do something a little bit different here, and I would scroll through some comments from our YouTube page. Uh, And if you don't go to our YouTube page, you should, because I... It takes a lot of work to make those videos, and we need all the subscribers and likes and blah, 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 blah. I say it every week. So this could be fun because I find YouTube comments to be a fascinating specter section of the internet. It's it's insane to me what people will say online. Um, It's amazing. It's amazing, 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 and I find it fascinating. I don't get upset by comments anymore like I used to back, you know, maybe in my autoblog days. I was one of the few guys who wrote there and would respond to commenters, which was awful because autoblog comments are just not great. Um, But YouTube is insane. Uh, I really feel like they should make you take a test before you're allowed to start commenting on the internet. But whatever. If we did that, we wouldn't have this fun cross-section of the inane world of the internet. So let's, let's go through some of these. Now, this first one is pretty tame. It's a video I uploaded today, and it's I'll be honest. It's not my best work on this video, but the weather didn't cooperate, so I just set up a camera and drove a Jag F-Type around town and just kind of talked. So that's why it's long and rambling, and, and it started a new series, uh, much like this podcast rambles. It started a new series called Rambling On, which maybe I'll do it for other vehicles in the future. We'll see. Um, it's basically a way for me to be very lazy with a video, to be totally honest, which is terrible. Um, but... Stefan Wojcik commented, still like the V6S, especially with the manual, still, sorry, still think the V6S, especially with the manual, is the better car. The R is tarted up and looks fussy now. Now, this isn't a terrible comment. Um, I just don't agree with it. I don't think the R is tarted up and fussy at all. The cars look pretty damn close to each other. And I don't agree that the V6S with the manual is the better car. It could be potentially more fun if you're a hardcore, I need to have a manual enthusiast. But the V8 is absolutely way more fun. And more fun, to me, means better. Um, That's my characteristic for, you know, what makes a car better. And having that much fun in a car is insane. Just the noise alone is enough to sell me on the R. I I, I say in the video, and I'm going to say it here again, you guys know how much I love Aston Martin vehicles, and I maintain that the V8 Vantage GT is one of the great deals in the worlds of high-end sport cars. An Aston Martin at that price tag, I mean, you shouldn't even think about going to get a Porsche unless you are absolutely going to track it, because the Porsche is definitely the better car there. But as much as I love that Aston, I think I'd get the, uh, the Jag just for the noise. Now, I could probably make my Aston Martin with some aftermarket mods, you know, make some crazy cool noises. So that gives me some pause, but the Jaguar is just so good. The interior is way better. Um, yes, you can get the, the Aston with the manual and it's like a British Corvette, but the Jag is British Mad Max. So, you know, there's that, which is 
pretty cool. Now, let's scroll down to some of the fun comments. So I did a video a while back um, on the Rugged Ridge Jeep. I thought the video came out pretty good. It was the first time I used a Ronin stabilizer, which I really haven't used much of since, uh, just because it's a little bit tricky and bulky to get out. But I do like it. Sadly, it's sitting here. It's a very expensive dust collector at the moment, and i got to change that. I'm going to start using it more. But this guy, Daniel Doherty, wrote, FAG, in all caps, then must be from Cali which he, he didn't capitalize Cali, which, you know, whatever. Um, I find comments like that amazing. So I re- responded to them, hey, everyone, check out how tough this guy is. He called someone a name on the internet. And then he responded, hey, everyone, I make comments on other people's comments to look cool. Bah, ha, 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 ha. So he laughed at his own awful joke. Um, I, that's, that is a YouTube comment in a nutshell. I find it just, I find it hilarious. Uh, so I, I love, love comments like that. I think they're just insanely hilarious. Now, Let's scroll down a little bit more. Uh, Bruno Tata commented on this real quick video we threw up about a mystery buggy that we found on Craigslist. Um, there's a private Facebook group that I'm part of with like 80 other people where we constantly try to one-up each other with cra- uh, Craigslist findings. And it's mostly just other automotive journalists and stuff like that. Now, this mystery buggy has the weirdest front suspension and steering we've ever seen. So, so much so that one of the members of this group actually went to look at it just to get this video. So we put through this up real quick on our, our YouTube channel with no editing, just real quick, probably cell phone video. I don't even know what they shot it with. So Bruno Tata wrote, what is with the trend of auto mags and bloggers and such doing redneck restorations instead of reviewing the numerous products out there in depth? Is this some hipster fat? It's, a, it's like you have no clue what you're even looking at. We th- found something online and went to go take a picture or a video of it because we find it crazy. Yet you think we're doing a restoration? Of, where in the video did we say we're doing a restoration of this? That's, I mean, it's the dumbest fucking comment. This, so I'm going to swear a lot. Just heads up on this one. So that's, that's another great example. Um, a, gra- a hilarious comment on that, though, from Nice Guy Joe 24 asked, Is this what will solve the wombat steering wheel? Now that's funny. That is really funny. Um, and then Sean Zukin also wrote, ah, yes, a great surviving example of the Mustang too. Also funny. Um, so let's scroll down here. Uh, just trying to find some more ones that are funny. I mean, there, there are some great ones out here, so it won't be too hard to find. Um, oh, one I did a, a long time ago, a little contest to guess my fuel economy on a ZL1. Um, this Caleb Venardsdale, I should start reading these like, uh, bro science life. Caleb Vannard's Dale. Uh, so he wrote, if you care about fuel economy, you can't afford this car. I love my ZL1. Those aren't related. You can afford a car and still care about fuel economy. Those two things are not related. Uh, so I don't get that comment. But that, that's, not, that's not a terrible one. It just doesn't make much sense to me. Um, now, so... All right, another Rugged Ridge one. This one brought out some real winners, by the way, this Jeep review. Aaron Winter wrote, this showed nothing at all of the capabilities. Could have done that in two-wheel drive without any mods. I say, literally, in the beginning of the video, I'm not going to go into the capabilities of the Jeep because every video out there does that. I'm going to talk more about what Rugged Ridge is doing and offering with the Jeep. I literally say that in the beginning of the video. So you, sir, are a fucking idiot. Um, See, this is fun. This is cathartic. Um, (laughs) This one I feel bad about. So... I did the Clarion Builds video, and BMW Racer, yeah, right, wrote, uh, a fabulous restoration. Could do with all the Clarion crap. Could do without all the Clarion crap, though. I mean, 
Clarion built the fucking car, and I think they did an amazing job of putting a modern stereo system in the car. <laughs> so, that, I mean, that comment just bugs me a little bit. So, let's see here. This is, yeah, this is fun. Um, oh, here's, here's a typical one on a Dodge Challenger video, which that video has a shitload of, for us, has a shitload of views. Uh, Black Knight Rising, and his avatar is a picture of his abs. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to see those smug, arrogant, douchebag liberals and those ugly-ass hybrids of theirs disappear in my rearview mirror. Ah, life's good. Okay. <laughs> I don't even have a comment to that. Um, so the, here's one on my Mazda Miata review. This one actually makes sense. Michael Warren wrote, you say it's slow car fast personified. How is it personified? He has an excellent point uh, because I can't really use that clarifier to talk about a car because it's not acting like a person. So it's not personified. You win this round, Michael Warren. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, God. This guy's just the worst. <sighs> so this guy, he's written on a few different posts. Uh, and this specific one here, we'll probably scroll down to his other one later. This was on my CTSV video. And his name is Nismo and Attack, then some Japanese characters, R34 Z Tune. So this is a long one, so bear with me. What you think the new CTSV is, German killer. What the CTSV actually is, entry level of old school luxury with a cross plane crank pushrod V8 that can't rev quick or high, while Germans like M5 get a sophisticated valve tronic packed with twin, twin scroll turbo that able to minimize turbo lag and resulting max torque 500 pound feet from 1500 RPM all the way to 4000. CTSV cranks more power than its German rivals doesn't mean it's quicker. People want the burst of acceleration, not an engine that punished the drivetrain. You forgot that the RS7 and E63 are all-wheel drive. They don't need that much power to kick your ass from a standstill when they can outlaunch you and lead you all the way to 150. Both RS7 and E63 are low 11-second car, while CTSV is a high 11-second car. The problem is M5 F10. There is a video of Hennessy 650 horsepower Gen 2 CTSV coupe get its ass kicked by a bone stock M5 F10 from a rolling start. This is another reason why American horsepower doesn't mean you're faster. By the way, 190 is the limited speed for RS7 and M5. There are many videos of stock M5 F10 flying past 200. Anyway, just wait for the next M5 Gen 6, Gen, sorry, Gen G with 600 horsepower, 180 kilogram weight reduction, and X drive all wheel drive. How can you believe a car that capable of 35? 35 seconds, 0 to 300, we're talking about kilometers, obviously, will beat a car that needs 40 seconds to reach 300. <laughs> yeah, the M5 RS7 and E63 may cost more, but they're all imports from German. Here is a question for you. Which trip costs you more, from New York to Los Angeles or from New York to Germany? <laughs> also, its German rivals are way more sophisticated than the CTSV. Take M5 as example. There are three modes for steering, transmission, and throttle, plus DSC and DTC. You can also change the power setting by pushing M1 and M2. Combine them, you get over 100 drive modes. That sounds great. That, what a great, confusing piece of bullshit technology. Also, the M5 equipped with variable displacement oil pump, which increases your smoothness at high speed or improve your MG, MPG at low speed. How does an oil pump do? You also get a rear diff clutch that able to fully lock your LSD when you switch the DSC off, meaning your car will handle like it equipped with a two-way LSD. After reading this, you still think that the CTSV is worth 91000 Yes, you fucking... All, this guy always just goes by numbers and what he reads. He's literally never driven any of these cars. I guarantee it. Even though he's a picture of a GTR, um, an R35 GTR in his photo, even though he says R34 Z2. So... 
everything he's quoting pretty much is wrong. And he always does this on my comments. And, and anytime you try to argue with them, he writes these long screeds that are just so annoying. And I just, I just, if you can go back through and, and listen to what I read that he said, it's just insane to me. Insane. This person is an insane person. Uh, so let's see here. Um, Oh, this one's good. This is typical S7. My word, you are so, and then they tried to spell douche. D-U-C-H-E. So good one, Gavin Sloma. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, this is this is fun. Let's scroll through. I know there's some, some great ones. I got to go down more. Um, oh, God. Uh, okay. That one guy was nice in the end. So I'm going to not say his, um, I promise I'm going to find more. I, I'm just scrolling. So the last ones have been good. That's great. Uh, blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. Oh man, those Revzani comments, those mostly not to me, but mostly about the car itself. So I'm not going to get into those ones where the rest of, there's been some, oh, someone wrote on my Mazda review, Eli Nem wrote, there's a review where a five, five guy complains about the tight interior. I'd like to find that review and see what the hell that's talking about. Um, I don't understand this comment from major geek. Usually motoring journalists are biased, but this journal should be selling snake oil. So there you go. That's very kind of you. I'm super biased. <laughs> um, that's nice. Thanks. Someone just said a good thing there. Um, right on the money. Yes. Wants to see that. Apologize. I should have. I should have planned ahead and picked out comments, but I didn't do that. I'm not prepared today. So you know. What can you do there? You just kind of have to go along with it. You're, you're scrolling with me right now. Doesn't that doesn't that feel great? No, it doesn't. Okay, great. Um, I like this. White seats in a car equals cocaine trap lord. That's funny. That is funny. <clears throat> Fix the volume for fuck's sake. I didn't really know what I was doing then, but whatever. <laughs> Here's one on a Viper video I did by H. Mac. It's not selling well because the average supercar buyer in America is a stupid, corny-ass goober. <laughs> no way on earth I'd buy a VET over a 13 to 16 Viper, especially the 14 to 15 TA and 16 ACR. I see three VETs a day. I might, might see three Vipers a year. Give me the unapologetically American badass, naturally aspirated freak V10 freak show all day long. I mean, there's some points made there. There are absolutely some points made there. Uh, uh, let's see. Jason L on the S7 wrote, sounds the same with the former S7 in the cabin. Not true at all. S7 with a sport exhaust sounds a hundred percent difference. A hundred percent difference. Um, <clears throat> oh man, the lemons video comments were mostly good. So that's because everybody's bummed that we crashed oh this is a great one on the uh, infinity um i think what the hell was this 
This is the Infinity QX60. Uh, G. Michael Leonard, who has a um, a Confederate flag in his <laughs> in his avatar, the SUV for the soccer mom who thinks she's better than a Nissan owner, and for the male who feels that a practical automobile just isn't faggoty enough. I mean, what kind of problems do you have in your life where you go on a video and write that? Like, how can you get that upset at an Infinity QX60 video? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I'm sorry. This was the QX50. Um, <laughs> like, what's going on in your life where you write, where you are feel compelled to actually type those words out? It's amazing. It's amazing. I, I see. I find I find it fascinating. Um, it's just, I, I love digging through the uh <laughs> these youtube comments it's 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 let's see <laughs> this one I, this one is funny a review of the morgan three-wheeler hello there wrote my god just because it has three wheels does not mean it's a motorcycle i sound mad but i'm not i'm expressing myself well okay i, I didn't say it's a motorcycle i said it's classified and registered as one it's clearly not a motorcycle um on the volkswagen what was this? The golf sport wagon? <laughs> Lol, DSG fans? How many transsexuals can there be? <laughs> um, that's great. Oh, this this is a good one. You guys are going to like this one. Um, on the Dodge Challenger, the true gamer wrote, gay-ass cars. Super is old, and it can still beat these stupid cars, and they have more horsepower. I mean... <laughs> this has to be mega trolling. I mean, that has to be super mega trolling. Um, <laughs> or this is a 13-year-old Xbox player who just thinks everything that the Fast and Furious 1 says is gospel. Um, so there you go. He also wrote, these cars suck and their engines are small. So it has to be <laughs> trolling because I don't even think you could fit a 6.4 liter engine in the interior of a Supra. Um, <laughs> I like this one. This one's mad about my Subaru BRZ. Not mad about, about about my review, but he's mad about the BRZ because he said, "Don't buy a BRZ. I did it two years ago, and I can't sell the can't sell it for the car because I friggin' love it so much." But he wrote, "The hood opens high because I did a part where the hood opens like almost vertical, which I thought was really cool." He wrote, "The hood opens up that high, so it makes it easier for you to keep pulling that boxer engine out." That's that's funny. That is really funny. Um, <laughs> so let's see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, so this guy on the see, I told you, Rugged Ridge. This this didn't go over well. This video. So Johan Brummer wrote the worst video I have ever seen. I am a big Jeep fan and I had many Jeeps for the years, but this is the absolute worst video ever. Man boob over here. Can't even drive properly. His commentary is shit and the camera work is even worse. So I replied, would you say this video is a real Brummer? Um, and he didn't respond to that one. <laughs> I love, I mean, I don't know if people are expecting Spielberg level stuff from the videos. Um, so <laughs> it's that one i just thought that one was better uh, i thought that one was worth talking about just because my real brummer part yeah so i think i'm a comedian um <laughs> yes uh abe froman that's a good that's a good classic name let's see here scrolling through scrolling through everybody talking about i don't know why these these don't get more views well talk about us share the love of us and we'll get more subscribers. Um, 
So uh, let's see. I love people just – all they know is they don't drive the cars. They just go by numbers, and the numbers don't tell the whole stories. But um, um, let's see. I had some good ones recently. Just which here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, 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 in the rugged Ridge Jeep. Told you, told you. Um, so I made, I, I made a Trump joke and this was months and months ago. Kyle Kaufman wrote, I was going to finish watching this video until the asshole sar- sarcastically said he wasn't going to vote for Trump. Dumbass. Most Jeep drivers are voting for Trump. Um, and then I wrote, yeah, you came back to comment three times, including the one you deleted once before. And then he did a separate comment. Lesson to learn. Never talk about politics if you want views. So he keeps coming back to comment and view. <laughs> I mean, brilliant, brilliant man there. Um, I won't make a comment about Trump's though. Um, let's see. Oh, cheap one. Nate 5.56. There you go. You're going to get an idea. What did I watch? Thanks for wasting my time. If you're going to do a video about a Jeep, maybe you should learn about it a little first. Take your own advice and jump on those forums. Don't need to. Uh, In my video, (laughs) Justin Starbuck wrote, vid is racist. Obviously, I choose the El Camino over any Civic, but there are literally Civics out there that can beat the Camino modified, but still makes me mad, lol. Looks like he drives... Looks like he drives like he owns that Civic. Now, Justin Starbuck here is geniusly referring to the Dollar Shave Club ad in the video, in the beginning of this Dodge Viper video. So I made an ad comparing the Civic and an El, my friend's El Camino saying, I, you know, pick Dollar Shave Club is like picking the El Camino and I do a big burnout in the El Camino. I do own the Civic in the, or I did own the Civic in the video. It is literally my SI in that video. And so many people got mad thinking I was shitting on the Civic. I think the El Camino was more fun than my Civic, but I loved my Civic. And, and I mean, the, the anger I got about calling out this Civic, which happened to be my own fucking car, is just so hilarious. I, I See, that's a great example of YouTube insanity. Um, it's just so good, so good. So in my Subaru BRZ video, I wrote, um, one of the things I said is I wish it had buttons on the steering wheel. I hate that you have to end it because it has a touchscreen audio system. So you have to look down because you can't feel a button and it's, it's annoying. It's kind of unsafe. If there was a physical button, it'd be okay. But having buttons on the steering wheel would be better. Admiral Akbar wrote, I don't know what this guy is talking about. Having buttons on the steering wheel is the most annoying shit in modern cars. I thank God that they didn't put that shit in the 86. Cars like these don't need any distracting features. Things such as a digital speedometer, buttons, and other high-tech shit. A car like this one needs to be as pure as possible. So I'm talking about adding a feature that would be less distracting, and he's calling it more distracting. By the way, if they have buttons on the steering wheel, you don't have to fucking use them. You are a moron. So... It's and, and then somebody else responded, definitely prefer the no buttons on the BRCZ steering wheel. Being able to use the entire surface of the steering wheel with your hands gives me an extra degree of control. When are you holding the steering wheel by the buttons? When are you holding the steering wheel by the buttons? There are no buttons on the rim of the steering wheel. And this was in the original poster. This is SMP follow-up post. That is just wildly stupid. So stupid. I wish I could sit you down and, and ask and... I, I So I have this idea. This is a great time to bring up. I have this idea for this YouTube show I wanted to do where I work with all the other um, automotive journalist video personalities out there. And in each episode, we find just an a angry or trollish or dumb comment. 
and we find that person and we'll see if they'll agree to meet the host, you know, be it like Matt Farah or Johnny Lieberman, Jason Camisa, you know, tons of people out there. Sit down in a coffee shop or a restaurant. We'll read the comment to them. They'll, and then we'll see if in person they feel the same way or if they can have a de- debate like a human being. Now, 95% of the people who say this shit online, I guarantee you, would melt in person and probably be like, yeah, I, I, was, just, I was just saying dumb shit. Now, the 5% that don't and act in real life like they do on the internet would also make for great video. It, it would actually probably be for better stuff. Now, if you're cool, then the host would take you outside and you'd go for a ride on a California road in you know some cool press car and it'd end with like, you shaking your hand and the message at the end would be, stop being a fucking shithead on the internet. Now, the person who doesn't agree with you, we would just like walk out and leave them in the coffee shop and, and jokingly say like find your way home or something, something like that. Um, I, I don't know. It's an idea for a show I've wanted to do. So if you are listening to this and can afford to, can afford to produce such a show, email me at jevinhooniverse.com. If you steal the show, I will hunt you down and kill you. <clears throat> so uh, let's go back to some more comments. See what we can find here. Oh, another um, Trump. Another Trump thing. That's great. That was obviously, Rugged Ridge Jeep video. <clears throat> um, so I, I did a video. I did, I've only done like one truck video. I just don't get a lot of trucks. I did a review of the 2015 GMC Sierra pickup truck. I think it was Denali too. So loaded, expensive, super nice truck. And I, I made it some – I saw, talked about how like um, – you, you, the boss would drive this truck. Uh, so I wrote, and this is uh, Alexander Olimov wrote, this is what boss drives? Fuck you, stupid retard. Have you ever compared this junk to Ram Laramie Longhorn Limited? You fucking idiot Duramax is made by fucking Isuzu and it's a shitty engine. It's only 150 to 200,000 lasting engine. Ram has Cummins, you moron. Longhorn Laramie Limited costs more than the cheap GMC. Just compare interior of Ram to GMC, you fucktard. You have no clue what you're talking about. And I replied, you seem friendly. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> truck the truck video and the jeep video it's it's wild 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 um so let's see somebody else wrote on my jeep video couldn't have picked an easier road again i wasn't <laughs> you if you guys want to go find my rugged ridge jeep video and just scroll through it is wild what people wrote um <laughs> really fun stuff um Let's see. What else we got? A video I did of... What was that? Something Honda. Uh, When are people going to stop criticizing the CVT? I drive a 2016 Maxima, and it feels like an auto with better MPG. No, it doesn't. And then he added X2013 SLK250 on her. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. (laughs) Um, I mean, and I, there are plenty. There, the good comments outweigh the bad comments. I'm, don't just think I'm not saying that. Um, but it's fun to go through, and the bad comments stand out. Um, yeah. Let's see. That's there's some dumb comments. Stock tires are shit. Yeah, blah blah blah. 
blah 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 let's see what's going on here miata's body roll can be reduced yeah i know miata is always the answer no it's not needs a quad turbo oh yeah that one was funny <laughs> uh oh somebody wrote hard listening to this little bitch boy on a on a <laughs> on a review of the honda fit and so Colbot9000 wrote, hard listening to this little bitch boy. So my reply was, you got hard listening to me? Oh, wow. Thanks for the compliment. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, this is the best one. I just, this is the one that prompted me. This is the last one, and then I'll move on to other stuff. So this is the one that prompted and I, the, all of this. So David McDavis wrote, this is, the, this is great. David McDavid wrote, this fairy should not be driving a Jeep. And I replied, this douche shouldn't be commenting. And he replied, Jeeps are for men. You're a pussy. You shouldn't have even been allowed inside the Jeep. And then I wrote, remember, his name is David McDavis. I wrote, pretty tough talk on the internet for a man named David McDavis. You sound like an item on the McDonald's dollar menu. Then he wrote, I'll suck your dick off, homo. My comment got likes. People agree with me. Take your liberal ass out of this country. He wrote, I'll suck your dick off, homo. Think about that. And then he wrote, and my account uses a pseudonym if you were incapable of realizing that. Sounds like Farva. So I wrote, you just said you'll suck my dick off, then called me a homo. I think you're typing out your comments from deep inside, from deep within your own closet here. You also mentioned my liberal ass. Just saying, not really named David McDavis. Then he wrote, I'll eat your ass too. Whatever you homos are up to, it's disgusting. It's always another thing with you guys. (laughs) Um... And then uh, somebody who's a friend of ours wrote, what do you drive other than possibly your mom's minivan? Have you even got your driver's license yet? Tough guy. Then he wrote, nope, LMAO, 2015 blacked out JKU on 35s with two and a half inch rough country lift and Fox shocks. Nice try, but nope. I can't reply pictures. Give me your email. I'll send you a picture of it. And then he also wrote, so suck my urethra. It's, I mean, it is. It is, that's, this is my favorite one ever. It is, it is so awesome. So awesome. Then somebody wrote, not very professional fighting with the troll on YouTube. You could have just ignored him. Not very professional. Uh, but I'm, I'm actually going to reply to that one right now. Yeah. Yeah, but it was too much. Also, I'm writing, yeah, it's too much fun not to. Also, I'm not very professional. I mean, that's true. So... Um, but yeah, there was a little stroll through um, comedy gold of uh, of YouTube. So that's been fun. Now I'm going back up to the top here just to to do some quick comments on some of the cars I've been driving to kind of go through, you know, what's been going on here. Um, even though I've been keeping you up to date a little bit. So I mentioned the Jag F Type had the R. You can go watch the video where I ramble on endlessly for a while. The car was fun. I expected to not like it because it wasn't rear-wheel drive anymore, but that wasn't the case. You could have tons of fun. You could step way out. The rear biasness was clear and evident there, and it was great. Um, Had the BMW 2002 from Clarion up. That car is just absolutely lovely, wonderful. Love that car so much. I think the video came out good, even with uh, some camera issues I had. One of the problems with a Canon 24-105 lens, which is the one that comes with a 5D. Um, very nice lens, L-series glass, but for video purposes, 
and general picture stuff. If you have the camera at any sort of angle, there's nothing that holds the, uh, the, 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 cam- the lens body in place. So if you point the camera down, the lens will droop down. If you have the camera tilted up, the lens will slide back into the body. So normally what I do is I take one of those uh, rubber bracelets people wear, like a, like a Livestrong type bracelet, and I, I have it sitting on my lens at all times. And then when I need it uh, locked into position, I just use that rubber band and put it half on the focus ring and half on the body of the lens, and then it doesn't go anywhere. I just forgot to do it on this Clarion car. And so so you can see the lens moving in and out in uh, some of the shots. And it's annoying as hell because the actual hood mounted shot of this car, because it was such a small car with a big greenhouse, it looked so cool. Um, Normally when I have these shots on the hood mounted, it's pretty tight on my face. This one, I was a little bit wider and the background, it just looked awesome. And I couldn't use a bunch of it. I had to cut in B-roll over it, but whatever. Next on the list was the Infiniti QF50. I can't wait to get this car here for a longer period of time because um, it was a lot of fun. That is a great engine under the hood of this car. uh, And I can't wait to see them, hopefully, if they do not put this engine in the next iteration of the the Z, they're crazy. This engine is tons of fun. Um, 400 horsepower twin turbo. This the the Infinity version smokes the rear tires, which Infinities don't normally do. This is this thing is great. Um, now after that we have the McLaren 675. I mean, obviously that car was fucking rad. Um, it's closer to the P1 than it is to the 650. It's it's insanely fast. You should there should be special licenses required for driving this car. I mean. Actually, let me back that up. It's super easy to drive on the street, but you can go so fast that, oh my God. I mean, I I hit some crazy speeds. We found this road out by Willow Springs where it's a dead-end two-mile road. There's no houses out there. So we, we effectively close the road for you know to make some quick runs up and down. And I mean, I hit 160 like it was nothing. Um it was and I could have gone faster, but it was crazy windy out there enough that the car was moving a little bit and and also, I'm still on a road. I can't, you know, I can't just, I mean, going that fast is still dumb, even though we know there were no cars on it and it was effectively shut down. It wasn't shut down with police, but we had people with radios, so it was shut down. You know, I'm probably admitting guilt here, but whatever. Um, if any of you rat on me, I'll fucking get out of the joint and shank you. Um, so then we had the lemons video, you know, lemon stuff is good. We already got spoiler alert. We already got a replacement ranchero. We found another 62 ranchero that we're going to, uh, bring to life and probably have it running at another lemons race later this year. So it was good stuff. Um, there's more cars I've been talking about, but I just kind of wanted to get a podcast out there. And I thought a fun thing to do, even though there was a lot of dead spaces, I was looking for the comments. I thought a fun thing to do was go through and see what it's like to deal with having a YouTube channel. Uh, one thing you develop over time being out as a person on the internet is a thicker skin. Uh, I didn't always have it. It's gotten thicker over the years. And now I find comments like these to be just, uh, hilarious um, especially the David McDavis Jeep one. That was just a fun exchange by an insane person who doesn't understand basic concepts about homosexuality and, uh, just, oh, so much fun, funny, funny, funny. Um, so that was, that was good times. Uh, we're going to get a longer format episode out there soon. Chris and I should be in the studio next week. Also, I'm talking to our friend Duncan Indy about doing some race recaps after he does uh, his Pirelli World Challenge races. They just did the first one at Coda. Uh, he finished mid-pack, but he's running an Aston Martin this year, which is so awesome. So 
we're going to get Duncan. We're going to start talking with Duncan on race recaps after his race weekends, which is going to be super cool. And it's going to supplement. It won't be a standard podcast when we do those, but it'll probably just be Duncan and I sitting down talking racing from a person who actually does it um, at a high level. So that'll be very cool. So keep an eye out for those. Uh, in the meantime, I'm getting the Lexus GSF in soon. I'm really looking forward to driving that. Jason is going to do something really cool with an Audi RS7, the Performance Plus one, the 605 horsepower version. Um, I'm trying to think of what else cool we have going on. Uh, oh, I'll be shooting video of the truck soon. I promise I will. I still haven't done the burnout that I promised everybody I'll do. I just want to wait till I actually – I don't want to do it till I have cameras because if something breaks, I want to have that on film too. Um, so stay tuned for Hoon Truck video, Lexus GSF video. Um, oh, and the uh, Daytona Coupe video should be done soon too. So we've got some cool shit coming up. So uh, that's this episode. I don't know what number it is, 144 maybe. Um, uh, oh, and go listen to Camden Tub. They're hitting their 100th episode. You can find them on Shout Engine or Hooniverse. And then we've added a motorcycle podcast. You really need to go listen to False Neutral. They just had their second episode this week, also on Shout Engine, also on Hooniverse. So uh, Camden Tub is our sister automotive podcast, but False Neutral is our new motorcycle podcast. It's hosted by people who know motorcycles so well. You're going to love it. They're already lining up killer guests. Um, that's a really good one if you like the two-wheel stuff. So go listen to that and then go to iTunes to rate and review this podcast. You guys are keeping us in the top 10 uh, top automotive podcasts, and that is awesome. Uh, if we can get up into the top five, I mean, it would take a lot of work. But, you know, every now and then we're there, and it's all because of you guys. So thank you. Um, I appreciate that more than you know. And uh, I will see you next week. Peace out.